My name is Adam Eberhardt, and you are listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Welcome to episode two of the podcast to be named later. Um, We're still trying to come up with a name, but we actually think podcast to be named later might be appropriate. Might be the way to go. Player to be named later. Podcast to be named later. Um, just a, a little play on words. Happy accident there. We might roll with that. Um, we're going to do an AL East preview today, uh, plus a little Ducks baseball. Uh, Cal, we have our first guest today. This is very exciting. Um, Zach Laster from the Sports Desk. He's going to come on, talk a little Red Sox, talk a little Ducks baseball. Um, we'll get into that a little bit uh, later in the episode. We're going to start right now, though. Story of the offseason, arguably, is the Yankees right now. They have Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton in the lineup together, um, shaping up to be one of the premier home run hitting combos, um, potentially in history. Like they always say, you don't need speed if you're hitting it over the fence, you can just jog. Cal, how many home runs will Judge and Stanton combine for this year? And will be will they be one of the premier power hitting combos of all time? I think this will definitely be one of the best power hitting combos. I would say somewhere in the neighborhood of ninety to hundred homers. Um, also, don't sleep on Gary Sanchez there in that lineup, too. I mean, that guy's going to be hitting bombs. But, yeah, this lineup, it's just stacked all the way throughout. Yeah, Sanchez is a guy who's got nearly as much power as Judge does, too. I think he almost he arguably had just as good of a season yeah. just because he wasn't a rookie yet. He doesn't get the hype that Judge does, and maybe he doesn't have the quite the build or the statue. He's, you know, he's crouched behind the plate. You don't get to see his face, but um, he's a huge part of this lineup. Greg Bird also is a big power hitter. He was injured for most of the season. He could have a big year, too. Um, even guys like Didi Gregorius, who's shortstop position, he can still hit 20 bombs from shortstop. Um, they were, you know, the Derek Jeter replacement. They were all worried about that. But I think Didi's created a nice little role for himself. Yeah, he had a great year last year. Also, Miguel Andujar, one of their top prospects. He's been just raking this spring. So curious to see how he'll play, how much of opportunity he'll get. If the rotation of the seeds started today, they're starting pitching. Um, Severino, Tanaka, Sonny Gray, who I'm a big fan of, um, CeCe Sabathia still chugging away, and uh, Jordan Montgomery. Um, that fifth spot might be up for grabs a little bit this spring, but um, what do you think about their starting rotation right now? Yeah, I think they have a real solid rotation. It's pretty solid throughout. Uh, Luis Severino, I think he's going to be one of the top pitchers in this season. I mean, the guy is just filthy. But yeah, all the way throughout, it's pretty solid. It'll be interesting to see what they get out of CC Sabathia. But Sonny Gray, Tanaka, Montgomery, those guys are all real solid. Yeah. Michael Pineda was putting together a pretty solid season last last season as well. Once he got off, stopped using the pine tar. You know, he got yeah. he went he went straight up. Um, but that injury was big for them. So hopefully he can rebound. Uh, maybe we'll see him sometime uh, midway through this season. But Sonny Gray, I've always been a big fan of as well. Um, I always like to tell people I saw his last AAA start before he got promoted to the A's. Another classic A's to the Yankees player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he'll be a little more comfortable this year on the new team. Um, he might be used to the, the ballpark a little bit more. All right, let's transition to a, a new team, uh, the Baltimore Orioles. Tons of pop in this lineup, but Cal, this is the same Orioles team we've we've had for a while now. Um, not sure if if they really have what it takes to compete this year. Yeah, they're right there in probably the middle to bottom of the AL overall. Um, They've got good power in their lineup. They've got some solid names, but overall it's just not a real consistent team. 
um, you got to think that they're going to be trending in the wrong direction this season. Yeah, definitely. They've got tons of pop. They've got Machado also. He's going to be entering free agency. That's going to be a big story for them. Um, he is still has not committed to come back to the Orioles. I doubt he'll come back to the Orioles. He's also transitioning to shortstop this year, which is an interesting move. He played shortstop coming up in the minors. Yeah. And he's uh, transitioned to third base in the, with the presence of J.J. Uh, Hardy there. Um, also, I noticed their starting ro- projected starting rotation, all right-handed pitchers. Um, in an interesting look, I don't think that'll matter too much in the long run, but for some of those uh power lefty hitters they might have a field day on this Orioles team in that small ballpark as well yeah it's weird their lineup looks like it's it could compete I mean honestly their lineup is pretty solid but when you get into that starting rotation it's a lot of guys that don't have a lot of experience but I think you know they'll probably be there in the middle to bottom of the AL is what I'm assuming definitely uh Trey Mancini I think is a player to watch as well he had a very solid season last uh last year he uh, can play the outfield DH'd a bit as well played some first base um, he'll be an interesting player to watch. He's a young guy. This is something they should probably try to build around with some of these aging veterans on their way out. Um, I'm not super bullish on the Orioles this year. I think the Machado free agency is going to kind of hover over this team a bit, and they might be sellers at the deadline. I agree. Um, Blue Jays now. Uh, we've got an inter- another very oddly constructed team, in my opinion. Um, lo- again, a lot of right-handed power. Um, some obvious holes, though, in the lineup. Um, Josh Donaldson probably leaving next season in free agency as well. Um, I think the big story for me is can Justin Smoke re- reproduce these numbers he had last year? Um, he had an incredible season for them, but it was really out of nowhere. Um, what do you think about uh, some of the other players on the in the Blue Jays roster? Yeah, they've got a solid lineup as well. They made some interesting trades, you know, getting Grichik. I think they signed uh, Granderson, so... They've got some interesting names on that team. I really don't think the lineup is too bad. Um, and the pitching really isn't that bad. I think they'll be in the middle of the AL East, maybe in that third spot. But, yeah, it's hard to tell which direction this team's really going in overall. Definitely, yeah. I think, I mean, the Curtis Granderson snuck in there, which is kind of, I, you know, I almost even forgot he was on this team. Um, Randall Gritchick is kind of nice. Um, Tulowitzki's kind of a sad story. I mean, he was... Um, he's a you know Bay Area product. Uh, he's went to Colorado, had those great years there, but he's um, he's slowing he's, down. He's definitely slowing down. I think that Asher playing on Asher turf is definitely not great for him. He's you know rather injury prone, but you know still a lot of Rockies fans rooting for him out there. Um, I really like Marcus Stroman. He's a great pitcher. He's got a lot of enthusiasm on the mound. I like to see that from those guys. Um, but he had an ugly arbitration situation that went down over the off season. Um, so hopefully they can get that sorted out and get the team chemistry back on track. Um, all right, Tampa Bay Rays now. This is an interesting team. Um, they've got almost no hitting, and they've got a sneaky good rotation. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Tampa Bay Rays? Honestly, I have no clue what the Rays are doing. They're making a lot of lateral moves, not really getting any better. They DFA'd that one of their all-stars, Corey Dickerson, to get who? C.J. Crone. I just can't really. What? I can't really fathom what? what they're doing. Can you what? What did you say? Yeah, they DFA'd an All Star to get Angels first baseman CJ Crone. I expendable Angels for you. I uh, thought the Onion had opened a sports like desk, and when they came out with that report, that was insane. Yeah, it's pretty unbelievable I can, what they're doing. Oh my goodness! I, the Corey Dickerson was he was one of my favorite players last season. He was incredible. He was hitting home runs for them all the time. He played. I mean, he's not a great outfielder, but he's a solid defender. He's, he's average at best, 
and CJ Cron, who is he's sad. He's sad. That's yeah, all I got to say. Yeah, I was so shocked at that. I think they've got some interesting players on this team, though. Kevin Kiermaier especially is a um, Gold Glove caliber center fielder. Um, Matt Duffy, also former Giants prospect, um, he's got some potential as well. But that Corey Dickerson decision that really has me baffled. So I'm really lost at the direction this team is headed. Yeah, I'm not real sure because they're blowing it up, they're trading guys away, yet they still hang on to Chris Archer, which is probably their best piece in terms of getting value back and getting a nice trade. So not exactly sure what they're doing. I feel like they should trade Archer and really start thinking for the future. Mm. Uh, Jake Rizzi too. No one knows how to pronounce his last name yet, uh, but he's a very solid pitcher. A lot of strikeouts from him. I That's always I'm a big fan of. Um, and he's got a lot of potential as well. I think he this could be a breakout season for him, and he could be on the move at the deadline as well. So real quick, Cal, we have some breaking news today. Uh, Jake, uh, Jake Arrieta signed by the Phillies three years. Um, I kind of saw this coming, to be honest. The uh, Phillies had a lot of cap room. They had they're not really cap room. It's not NBA, but they had room to sign the guy. Um, they were going to make a splash. They're still going to be competitors, I think, but do you like Arietta ultimately for the future of the Phillies? Yeah, I do like that move for the Phillies. You can tell they're trying to get a solid core of really legitimate talent to go along with their core of young talent that's coming up. So I like that move. Three years, $75 million. I mean, that's probably about what he was looking for in terms of money. Not quite the years that Arietta wanted, but yeah, I think that's a good deal for the Phillies in the long run and just making that club more competitive going forward. Yeah, and definitely stay tuned for maybe a little deeper analysis on the NL East podcast to... Uh, That'll be following this one, hopefully. Um, all right, now we're bringing on Zach Laster. He's been diligently covering UO Duck baseball. Um, he's a, also a diehard Red Sox fan. Um, Zach, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, Zach, they have a, Ducks had a very solid series against FAU last week, uh, taking three out of four um, against a team that had only lost to the Florida Gators, who are the top team in the country right now. Um, what did you see from the Ducks that uh, were some positive takeaways? I thought their pitching was impressive. I They played a 2-1 game to open the series, which they had just put up um, mini runs in the previous series. So mm-hmm. um, being able to grind out a, a few wins was impressive and something they're going to need to do when Pac-12 play starts. Definitely. Um, some highlights, too, some highlight players. Uh, Jacob Goldfarb is kind of emerging as a strong two-way player. Some solid plays in the outfield and also has a uh, very nice slugging percentage, well over 500. Um, four home runs today. Um, I think he had another one just today in the series with UC Davis as well. So um, he's really hitting the ball hard, hitting the cover off the ball, as they like to say. Um, and they're playing a difficult Aggies team. They've, they just lost today. We're recording this on this Sunday. Um, but I think ultimately they've took three out of four um, against UC Davis, which is another strong, another strong squad. They've had a tough schedule so far. So... Um, Zach, you really like Parker Kelly for the Ducks so far. Um, what's been what's been notable for him? I do. He's been impressive coming out of the bullpen, setting up for uh, closer Kenyon Yovan. He has a streak of 14 scoreless innings going right now, and he has 23 strikeouts, including uh, six in a row in Sunday's game. Yeah, do you think there's going to be any bullpen realignment with with this strong start from Kelly, or uh, do you think his uh, coach is going to let it ride so far? I would say he'd let it ride. I mean, he wants to get as much experience as he can from other guys um, as we get towards conference play, which yeah, is starting sure. up next weekend. And Kelly's going more than one inning oftentimes too as well, right? Yeah, two, sometimes three. Yeah, it's kind of that fireman reliever. Exactly. Um, 
So I think that's good for Duck stuff. Mercer's always been good. He's he's their new ace this year, and he's he had an up and down, but he's overall pretty solid. Um, uh, pretty low ERA over 19 innings, almost 20 innings pitched. Um, but let's get to the meat of it. This is the fandom here. The Red Sox fan is in the building, Zach. Um, are you bullish on the Red Sox this season? I'm all in on the Red Sox. <laughs> I Alex Cora comes over from the world champion Houston Astros, and I love the move. Um, I think Boston needs help offensively, and bringing in a guy like Alex Cora can really bolster that. They're still mm-hmm. looking to um, get past David Ortiz with his retirement two yeah. seasons ago. So. Big loss of a clubhouse personality. Definitely. Cal, what do you think about their pitching so far this year? Yeah, their pitching, I mean, it's solid. They have some holes, but, um, I mean, you still got guys like Porcello. Obviously, you got Sale and Price at the top of that rotation. Pomeranz, he's here and there. Uh, borderline all-star guy for sure. But, yeah, I really like their rotation top four. And I love the knuckleballer, Stephen Wright. You gotta love, gotta the, love, to gotta see love the knuckleballer, guys, yeah. For sure. Uh, I can see Alex smirking over there. He knows that J.D. Martinez is now on the Red Sox. Alec, our, our faithless, faithful producer, uh, diehard Diamondbacks fan. But the lineup right now, we're looking at Mookie, Mookie Betts, Andrew Benatene, uh, Xander Bogarts, and J.D. Martinez slots in in that D.H. spot as well. Um, that's a that's a powerful top of the lineup right there. Um, and they fill it out with Devers, Mitch Moreland, Jackie Bradley Jr., um, and then the catcher in second base spot is still a bit of a hole, but they can work on that throughout the year. Um, definitely some some frisky potential. I think the Yankees are going to draw most of the headlines. So I kind of like the Red Sox this season. Um, I think if the Yankees, yeah, take a lot of that media attention off this team, um, Boston's just as good, if not better, potentially than the Yankees. I think um, you you don't know if judges judges probably do for some kind of sophomore um, slump. sophomore slump exactly. Some regression, at least. Um, so, anyway, Zach, thank you for for coming on. I think that's we're out of time. Uh, and stay tuned for future previews of the NL East and more. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.